Hello, my name is Bernadette Russell and this is a new story for the Spring Equinox of 2022 and it's called The Wild Ones. Once upon a time there was a very ordinary looking woman the kind you'd have trouble remembering if you met her at a party. This near invisibility was a kind of power though, as she could slip around unseen, which meant she made an excellent cue jumper. The ordinary looking woman's name was Maeve, but inside Maeve was a vivid and wild soul. Inside she was anything but ordinary. She yearned to bite strangers, to dance naked, or to lick fruit in supermarkets. Yet she had to stay quiet about her secret desires as she worked in the accounts department of a newspaper. As you can imagine, it was painfully boring. The sheer effort involved in appearing to be normal, to have regular interests and appetites, exhausted her. It was very early spring, and change was in the air, even in the accountancy department. Tiny buds like rosy nipples appeared in the thick black branches of ash, beech, oak and rowan. Robins, blackbirds, thrushes, all those feisty early risers began the dawn chorus, happy to see the sun after such a hard winter. Such early spring magic can work wonders on the spirits of even the most downtrodden, reminding us of possibilities, of new beginnings. It was difficult not to be optimistic. Maeve, the heroine of this story, had just split up with a bloke who called himself Billy the Poet of Galway. He wasn't Irish, and he wasn't a poet really. He was an alcoholic from Canning Town who wrote shopping lists that rhymed, which he thought made him a genius. He left Maeve as he said she'd had no creativity. Fair enough, he thought. Good luck to him. Anger filled her like smoke in a bottle. The night after Billy the poet left her, she went out into the park on her own, stood amongst the proud daffodils, and to her surprise found herself shouting like this. <coughs> the trees cheered her on, the wind in their spindly fingers. She felt something like magic out there. A man passed by and said, Why are you shouting? And she barked at him until he ran away. She laughed all the way home. The next morning Maeve decided she had to make some savings. She realised that the cost of keeping up the appearance of normality was enormous and she was skint. She went through her monthly expenditures to see if she could make a few savings. She noted the cost of hairdressing and eyebrow threading, pedicures, manicures, Various waxings, serums, toners, highlighters, perfume, deodorant, lotions and potions and creams and scrubs and even something called a contouring palette, using up all her money and her time. She decided to let it all go at once and see what happened. She started by letting the grey roots show in her hair. No one battered an eyelid. She let her eyebrows grow out. Someone said, very free to Carlo but they didn't say that about her sprouting nose hair a while later. She bared her teeth in the mirror and she thought, hey, 
that expensive hygienist must be gone because teeth has to be strong but all, that's all they need to be right tigers don't get a polish and buff sod that after that she let the hair grow back everywhere then she sat at her desk and stroked her own luxuriously hairy legs mooing and singing a made up song <laughs> lovely hairy legs like cat in a zoo <laughs> Betty you wish you could touch my hairy legs too <laughs> don't you well, the stroking and the strange singing was deemed unacceptable and reported to human resources some people said she was brave others whispered that she must be depressed but she wasn't sad she was excited in the evening she went for long walks over Russia docks from blue twilight to indigo dark on the bus she bared her yellowing teeth at babies and they stared and at toddlers who screamed mad people nodded solemnly soon after that she took her colleagues advice and stayed home from work to rest she did whatever impulse came upon her like stretching out on the carpet or rolling in the mud in the park or talking in a cartoon voice she did not facebook or twitter or instagram or email or snapchat or whatsapp or text or call it went quiet and the quiet spread inside her like milk on a kitchen floor she ate cold macaroni cheese from a can she ate tubs of ice cream in old-fashioned flavours like rhubarb crumble and custard and packets of haribo sour cherries she ignored the doorbell and the phone and the letters she became bored of dressing and made her bras into bird feeders when she stopped wearing pants it felt like a revolution she found a boiler suit that would suit any occasion she dropped the rest of her clothes in the river and watched all those old versions of her drown one by one. She threw petals in the brown water and blew them each a kiss goodbye. When that time of the month came around, she just let the blood drop straight out of her to see how that felt. She stood in the park at dawn and dropped blood onto the earth and felt like a witch of a queen and she smelled powerful and strong. One day she walked to the high street on a whim and sung songs on dirty pallets with her rough voice and boys with beards filmed her on their smartphones. She sang. There were three ravens sat on a tree Down a down, hey down a down They were as black as they might be With a down, down, down The one of them said to his mate where shall we our breakfast take? She realised how easy it is to free yourself from the trappings of civilization, The lightness you feel. Invincible. Then, on the eve of spring equinox, when the wind still pinched your cheeks with its tiny fingers, but the sky was heartbreak blue and the sun like egg custard, she went out naked to the wildlife park dressed only in her hairiness. Some boys saw her, and one screamed and was embarrassed of his fear that popped out of him like a bark. They shouted, It might kill us! And when she reached out a hand to show she was harmless, they all screamed and pushed her away and she fell down. She only had her strangeness with which to defend herself, 
So she screamed and howled and growled, and they ran off shouting, Freak! She lay there quite comfortably and smiled to herself at the silliness of us all being scared of each other. Oh, the silliness of us all being scared of each other. What's the worst that could happen? She said aloud. I die and I become the rich earth, and then a flower, then a tree, then... And she drifted away with soft, comforting thoughts of immortality. Time passed. She slept a little. Later, a woman stood above her. The setting sun was behind the woman's head, so she couldn't see her face, but a halo of copper curls. The woman nodded to a clump of trees. Suddenly, Maeve saw them, like one of those optic tests, when if you squint, you can see a bearded man or a goat in black and white patterns. She saw them then, the other wild ones, like her. In that moment she remembered she'd left her flat with a door open and she hoped someone needy took shelter. She doubted she'd ever go back. May followed her, the copper-haired woman, and did as she did, bounding off on all fours. And after that words changed and thoughts and some days passed by in the wink of an eye and some stretched so that she could watch the grass growing. She lived invisibly and ate out of bins like foxes. There was so much thrown out she needed for nothing, and every day a hundred more joined her to live in the gaps as they have always done since the very beginning. Beyond the he and the she and the beauty and the ugly and the pain and the yearning and the not enough and the should have done's and the will do soon's, they just live, the wild ones, hidden in plain sight. They are not missed and they belong to each other. So this is the end of Maeve's old life story and the beginning of her new life story too. I invite you now to allow yourself some moments of still and quiet at this time of year when the world is bursting with life and promise and new beginnings to allow yourself to see them too, the wild ones. If you listen, you can hear the drum, the beat of their hearts, the clatter of their shields and sticks, their rough music, they're ready for change. And not just them. The children are ready. The animals are ready. The trees are ready. The misfits are ready. The unloved are ready. The lonely are ready. The forgotten are ready. The unhoused are ready. The lost are ready. The spirits of the rocks and the bricks and the tower blocks and the hedges and the bus shelters and the corner shops and the dandelions and the nail bars and the meadows and the roundabouts and the park benches and the fences and the barbed wire and the forests and the marshlands and the do not trespass signs and the traffic lights and the hanging baskets and the zebra crossings and the washing lines are ready ready for a new spring, full of blossoms and flower and pollen, full of light, hope, promise, a tissue, a tissue, we're all born again, when it all falls down there's a new beginning, when it all falls down and we will all be wild and free, we will all be wild and free.
and we can live happily ever after, forever, ever and ever. <laughs>